sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning, good morning, everybody. Oh, my God, what another beautiful morning. In the house today, we have Dominique Hackett, Ed Langlo, Christine Marie, our producer, Richard... Dr. Dugan. Yeah. <laughs> I had to slop, I had to slow down. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Emily Urchison, Angela Miller Bevan, and Don Sanders. How are you all? Woohoo! <laughs> uh, we, got, we do a little bit of uh, medical wrap up. First of all, Angela had surgery on her wrist. Angela, how are you doing today? I am actually feeling better. I'm over halfway through, so I only have this cast on until the 21st of this month. And I can tell you this, I will never complain about doing something with my hands because (laughs) not having a hand and only having one hand changed my world. I am grateful for two hands. Yeah. Well, those slot machines at Vegas can really cause havoc on that old hand of yours. This one is my is my hand for Vegas. That's my right hand. My left hand, I didn't realize how much my left hand does. But I guess that's like that with a lot of things that we have in our life. Sometimes there you we're go. not there you, you don't go. know what they do until they break and then uh, you're like, Oh ouch. Wow, yeah. yeah. Well ouch. your your son your son uh I'm sure he was extremely empathetic during your plight because if he was the slightest bit not, now he will be. Why don't you talk about that? So we have what is called a cast club at our house because (laughs) I had my surgery, then my son fell on his skateboard and fractured his index finger on his right hand, and he has a cast from his fingertips to his elbow. And then my best friend, Michelle Schneider's son, Hunter, fell off the playground uh, jungle gym and broke his left arm. And so he came over to our house and we took photos because we've started our own club. And it's not <laughs> looking for members. We don't want any more members. <laughs> so if you're out there and you want to join this club, no. There's Angela, no vacancies. Is that like the shadow side of the law of attraction? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't walk out. <laughs> well, little Hunter, when when they first started homeschooling, and I was at home too, I homeschooled him with his kindergarten teacher, so we got to know each other very well. So now that I'm obviously at home again because of my injury, his mom, I was the first one she called, and she's like. Hey, how would you like another kid? <laughs> so there's three of us here. We're the we're the pink, green, and black cast club. And, nice. our, and Jackson is green because you all know the Dons are. I know. Once a Don, always a Don. I've yeah. heard it before. Yeah. <laughs> Well, now, now that now that we're well back to school and everything, I know there's a couple of us here that have uh, making changes. I don't know if it's a uh, personal transition or just maybe a seasonal transition, but I wanted Emily Yurchison to share that because I stalk her, okay, on Facebook. She does Facebook Live, and when I don't want to go to the pool, and I'm telling you to see how this is a trippy thing, all right, but I'm not going to post anything because I don't want to go, oh, who's that retard posting? You know, I'm not watching, but I notice your views are getting, uh, you know, more, it was one, two, ten, now it's double digits, so I'm like, all right, I'm in. 
in there. So at first, when I first looked at you, I, I turned it on and turned it off. So I think that still counts as a view. I'm not sure. <laughs> but then I'm like, God, it's weird kind of looking at somebody I can call up on the phone, right? <laughs> so talk about what you, you're going through something right now. It's magical. Anything that you, you do is magic. So what's going on? Well, first of all, I'm so grateful to be back here with the teen sport community. I'm always, when I was riding my bike, one of the views I did at the Goleta Beach, and I see your face and Dr. D's face right there, right? They have that post of you. And every time I go back, I'm like, hey, there's my friends, right? <laughs> Erica, I told you to take that down. I'm trying to hide well, from I, I, I didn't put it up. <laughs> Nobody likes us. That's a good thing. I know I have to at least get to where I can see your face. And then I'm <laughs> That's great. That's <laughs> so, great. Let me tell you, I mean, this has, this is the second week of my anniversary of this online health adventure that I've been on, and it has been totally transformational. I had a health scare a few months ago, and I was, I thought, oh, good, this is a great time to come back to Teen Sport Radio because I was always an athlete, right? I always had that. And then, you know, as I get gearing into my 40s and, you know, just things change, right? Your knees start talking to you and other different parts of your body start talking to you. So anyway, it was just time for something to get, you know, to help me give me the confidence to go out and shine my light more fully into the world. And this has been that journey. And so, so you know, just as I do with the music, I'm encouraging everybody just to get up and and go you know, whatever you can do to move, walk together, bike together, um, you know, so it's, yeah, it's been totally transformational. And when you shift your mindset, your body follows suit. So, you know. It, oh, I like that. I like it too. Shift your mindset and your body follows well, our, our kids have had such a, God, what a transition, right? From pretty much being online pretty much most of the year last year. And now even though you're going back to school, they're making you wear the masks. So it is all about how you're going to approach certain situations. And I think that's a great time to start something up. So this could be a great reflection for kids out there. You know, whether a grandparent is sharing what you're doing to their grandkid. I mean, I just think that we're all connected. So this is just as easy to do it for a kindergarten class as it is a high school class, you know, college class. Absolutely. You get a group of people in a room. It could be from global. It could be from all over the world. Absolutely. And you, yeah. and you create change. It's Absolutely. awesome. Yeah, you create change. Yeah, I love that, that we're all connected. And one simple thing, you see my cool little water bottle? Now, I, can't, I know you can't see it on the radio, but it actually has the hours and the ounces. So here's, here's a challenge is figure out your body weight and then you you divide that by two and you drink half of that in water every day. I mean, oh, that's beautiful. Oh my God, I'd be into the gallons. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Angela has hers right there. You, these are the best things that you can purchase right here. Yeah. You count. You count how many you do, and it's so easy to keep track. And my husband has to get me water. He tells me how many I drink every day because he gets it. So, well, Christine, Christine Marie is going through a bit of a
I changed my whole schedule. So that now I wake up at sunrise before sunrise and I go and I walk on the beach every morning at sunrise, um, my favorite beach. And it's been powerful. And now in the last two weeks, two or three weeks, I, I had heard that it's really good to um, get your heart rate up really fast and then let it calm down. And someone told me if you did that twice a week for 15 or 30 minutes, it would be really good for your health. So I started uh, not last week, the week before on Tuesdays and Saturdays running stadiums at Santa Barbara City College. So I run up the stadium, I run up the stairs and I'm, uh, well, almost, I'm almost up the whole, whole way. I'm, I'm excited to make it up the whole way running. Um, and then I calmed it and then I let my heart rate rest and I walk around the back and I walk around for a long time until, and then I do it, I run at least three times. So it's when I, I decided when I can run all the way up the first time, I'll start adding a fourth one. <laughs> but, nice. Uh, and it's great because um, my walking on the beach has changed. Like I'm even walking a little bit stronger and just occasionally feeling like running on the beach. And I, you know, I'm, for me, walking on the beach is really um, more of a practice for me. It's not, I'm not out there to exercise. I'm out there, I'm out there to be in nature and put my bare feet on the bare earth and to really connect and, and call and, and, and really uh, connecting with myself and with the with the planet i could say with the earth and mm. that's just changed everything for me that's really yeah. wonderful yeah dominique and i have done that for about a month now swimming at night before we we have a friend that has a pool so we go to their pool it's it's religious just get there about eight o'clock but it's so nice i'm sleeping better a lot more energy the next day um and it's a it's a chance to just decompress and the water has always done it for me for whatever reason so if I can add real fast, we're sort of in the beginning of that Virgo new moon, which is an excellent support for all of us to organize our discipline around caring for our body. And I just want yeah. teens to know there are a lot of people who have studied moon cycles for many thousands of years, and they've seen patterns in nature that help support human beings in having a really healthy daily life. So now is an excellent time to start those new gentle daily disciplines that support the health of our body. Nice. Da, we've got about a minute left. What are you doing to, you know, shake the tree, as they say, rock, rock? Well, you, it, what you do for a living actually keeps your body in good shape. That's true. And uh, I think uh, I, what you guys talking about uh, just now made me think of a saying that says uh, more valuable than the treasures in a storehouse or the treasures of the body and the treasures of the heart are the most valuable of all. Mm. I mean, so, I mean, all the things you can accumulate, all the things you can accomplish, if you haven't got your health, you know, you're, you're going to be in a world of suffering. And, and uh, what you guys were saying about the, uh, the gifts from doing those things for yourself, taking care of your body, then, then uh, you know, you discover the treasures of the heart and you think the world can be rolling in all kinds of chaos. The, the East Coast is drowning, the West Coast is burning, so forth. But, but, you know, those quiet moments enjoying nature in the morning, you're out on the beach like that, is absolutely priceless. The simplest little things deliver those, you know, treasures of the heart. So I think we should all seek to accumulate those treasures of the heart. Okay, I don't have anything I love to it. say. I love it. I'll <laughs> say this. We got Ed Langlo after these messages.
back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Good morning. This is Ed Langlow. We are back with Teen Sports Radio. I have a segment that I've put together for If Only I'd Known. If Only I'd Known is... In this case, this segment will be a history lesson for the teens listening into the show and those that are with us remotely on on Zoom. So I have to pay a couple of bills here before I even get started. I have to uh, thank Erica for giving me contact information for Abe Jahadami. Uh, Abe uh, provided the material for today's segment. He gave me a uh, news press articles copied them up for me and uh, i particularly appreciate the access to the actual game ball from the 1965 don's royals game uh, i was in the athletic director's office looking at this ball and i'm taking pictures of it it has autographs all the all the guys in the team signed the ball so i'm looking at this one at one signature and i said i really have to take a picture of this signature and make it good because i'm having dinner with punky villanueva tomorrow night at aries and abe said well why don't you just take the ball just bring it back which i did it's back on its pedestal in his office but i took it to dinner in a locker bag wrapped up in a towel i did not want to be the guy that damaged that ball but um (laughs) It, it's hardened the ball the whatever that ball is made out of whether it's plastic uh, composite it's hardened and it's actually has some breaks in it so i did not want to be the guy that dropped that ball so uh, i took it in and punky villanueva who i had dinner with punky is uh, he's been on the show he's been my guest on the show and he's the author of the the be the person you needed when you were a child which i've I've used several times. So, uh, Punky, when I when I showed him that ball, he just he still hasn't gotten over. I got a, a text from him. He's back in Oregon, and and uh, he's still talking about that game ball. So, uh, my thanks to Abe Jahadami for for access to all those things. And uh, so let's let's start the uh, if only I'd known segment. In 1965, Santa Barbara High School Dons had 56 football seasons under their belt. San Marcos Royals had all of five. And in every one of them, when they faced a crosstown rival Dons, they lost. Here's some play-by-play that I've put together from those news press articles that I got from Mabe. It's Friday, October 22nd, 1965. The Dons are on a 26-game Channel League winning streak and prepared to face the Royals at La Playa Stadium with 12,000 spectators in the stands. This would prove to be one of the most action-packed football games that Santa Barbans would ever witness. After this game, both Coach Stoney of San Marcos and Coach Cathcart of Santa Barbara High agreed the back-and-forth action was like watching a basketball game. Early on, the Dons with John Ricard and Joe Nunez started the charge. By the second quarter, it was Dons 14, Royals nothing. Then San Marcos rallied when quarterback Alan Stephenson completed a pass to Rick Spencer for a gain of 43 yards. That suddenly put the Royals in scoring position on the Dons' five-yard line. 
Stephenson scored from the one-yard line with eight minutes and 20 seconds left in the first half, making it Don's 14, Royals 7. Santa Barbara came surging back with one more long drive, but the Royals' defense stopped Augie Rapinut in a fourth down, one-yard-to-go play on their own nine-yard line. At the beginning of the second half, Royals' Johnny Rivera ran the kickoff back 83 yards for a touchdown, only to have it called back on an offsides penalty. San Marcos came back to score at the end of the third quarter, but the hike for the extra point was bungled, leaving the ball bobbling across the grass. Frantically, Alan Stephenson captured it. Randy Roberts kicked the pigskin through the goalpost, tying the game 14-all. Wow. Then it was Don's turn. Dickie Warren returned to San Marcos punt 52 yards for a touchdown with nine minutes and 38 seconds left in the game. Rapinut's extra point kick was wide to the left, leaving the score Don's 20, Royals 14. Then with a little over a minute left in the game, Don's John Ricard intercepted a pass on Santa Barbara's 45-yard line And at that moment, it seemed for sure that the Dons were going to win again as 12,000 screaming fans vaulted to their feet to witness the outcome. But wait, John's hit hard on the Royals' 28-yard line where he loses the ball. The Royals' Dennis Brimer and Dons' Tim Hooker tussle for the errant ball, and Brimer comes out on top. Royals' fans are unhinged with disbelief. There's 35 seconds left on the clock. Is there a spark of a chance? Can we pull this off? Randy Roberts catches a pass from Stephenson and takes it 65 yards, only to be stopped on the one-yard line. There's no time for a huddle. The Royals line up quickly while the Dons scramble frantically to organize a goal-line defense. The ball is snapped with eight seconds on the clock. But an official's whistle brings a stop to everything. The Dons were offsides. The clock is still. Now there's time for a huddle. Coach John Stoney sends in a play for a short pass pattern, figuring if it was incomplete, the clock would again stop and the Royals would have a second chance. But they didn't need a second chance. Alan Stephenson, again, hit split in Rick Spencer with a quick pass to the right. But the penalty flags are down again. There was a long delay and silence, but it's finally revealed the infractions against the Dons and the touchdown is good. Game is now tied 20 to 20. With six seconds left in the game, Randy Roberts' kick is perfect, making the final score San Marcos 21, Dons 20. They did it. The San Marcos Royals had broken a five-year winning streak for the Dons. The Santa Barbara News Press reported that the Dons coach Sam Cathcart and Mike Maropoulos both took the loss like gentlemen. Maropoulos was quoted in the paper saying, we just got beat. That's about all you can say. In 1966, Alan Stephenson would be inducted into the San Marcos Football Hall of Fame. No future game between the Crosstown rivals would ever overshadow the nail-biter from 1965. Mm-hmm.
Wow. I'm Ed Langlo. I'll see you next time on If Only I'd Known. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. That a good one. I, I love what you're doing, Ed, right now. I mean, Team Sports Radio, I love the whole nostalgia. Santa Barbara has such a mm. rich history. Oh, yeah. Sports. This is great. And, and my relationship with Abe goes back over 30 years. Him and I have been across many, many tables doing the Valentine's Classic at the Galita Boys and Girls Club. He was always a gamer then. He is a gamer now. It's got to be, I, I have no idea. He's probably in, in as, as far as the AD, probably, I would say over 20 years probably. So yeah. he definitely um, is somebody who's given us an immense support to Teen Sports Radio. He's always picked up my call. I have his, I have his cell number. He always picks up. So Abe Jahanami, if I had a, a guy of the week, it would be definitely you. Um, it's a tough athletic director. This is a tough job. It's gotta be I a tough job. With it's thousands good. of kids, parents, Ugh, tough job, tough yeah. job. And I witnessed some of that when I took the ball back. I witnessed some. There was some hostility going on in Abe's office, and I just excused myself and left it with the thought that he's got to be earning every time he makes it that job. It's got to be tough. And uh, and thank you, Erica, for giving me the contact and setting me up with Abe. He's he's really a great guy. He he really went the extra mile and, and helped me. Well, it's time to do some, together. give some royal love. You know, we did, we did yeah. the Don love for oh, a long time. Now it's going to be the royal love. Then we'll do <laughs> well, charging love. We got cardinal love. We, this is just a love I mean, fest. That's what this is. Go back. But Santa Barbara right. High has such an advantage. Am I, uh, go ahead, Dominique. Oh, I just wanted to add, I was uh, driving in L.A. last week, and I saw a sign on a high school, and it said, Heroes work here. And I just want to say to all of our teachers, educators, Dude. athletic mm-hmm. directors, you are our heroes. Yeah. 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 That's, it's yeah, it's they, trying they, times, but um, you're here for the kids and we have to support you 100%. So always, that's what, that's what, a, that's what a good uh, community does. It's a, it's a very important job. The, the kids are our future and, and it's very important that they're there and doing what they do and, and people like Ridge Ridgeway, who also stopped by while I was there, uh, Rich donates a lot of money to the sports programs and has set up a lot of the, the facilities there at San Marcos High School. So there are some important people out there, and they probably don't get enough recognition. They really don't. Well, we love them, and they're in our thoughts, and they're in our prayers um, let's take a little break. All right, Dominique Hackett, right after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 
am. Hello, welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. I'm Dominique Hackett, and I get to participate with Santa Barbara Wellness Center, with uh, the Philosophical Book Association for the Blind, and also with the Braille Institute. And um, I just wanted to dovetail off um, everything that we were talking about this morning and Ed's beautiful rendition of a famous, famous football game. Um, we were talking about how now is a great time to take on the discipline of health and get get do something good for your body that feels good. And uh, when I was a kid, my mom introduced me to a very old poem that's called Deserata. Uh, it's Latin. And the Latin word literally means uh, things that are good, things that you desire, things that you desire. And in part of this beautiful poem, which uh, mistakenly there was a rumor that it was written on the side of a very old church, but it was actually written down by a lawyer. He had just a prose in a, in a moment of noble aspiration, and he just wanted to share a gift that would raise people up, raise up spirits. So this has been this poem has been quoted all around the world for, for ever since the 1920s when it was written. So uh, part of the poem says, beyond a wholesome discipline, be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe, no less than the trees and the stars. You have a right to be here. And whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. And that blending of a wholesome discipline with a gentle knowingness in our heart that the universe is unfolding as it needs to for us to learn the things that we want to learn. And I always try to tell people that the most important gift in life is the lessons of love. How do we love ourselves? How do we love our family? How do we love our neighbors? And part of the way that I get to express love is I'm, I have this awesome opportunity to volunteer at Braille and teach visually impaired people how to read Braille. And I wanted to dovetail over to Angela and just do a check-in. How is our Santa Barbara Braille Institute doing? We are doing great. We just started our fall semester, so classes are on their way, and we have workshops that are started. And I want everybody to know, even students, this is a great time for you to go to our website, which is brailleinstitute.org um, slash Santa Barbara. But if you just go to regular Braille Institute, there are workshops that go all over from, they're done by teachers from south um, of Santa Barbara and up to Santa Barbara. And the teachers are amazing. The speakers are amazing. And it's all free. So all you have to do is log on. And some people that are in high school and college you can get credits if you tell your teacher that you're participating in these workshops and we're always happy to sign off on them for you. So please join us. We're just excited that it's fall and we're already working on our schedule for our winter catalog, which starts in January. So a lot of great things happening at Braille right now. And we're also starting a youth program. So I think fingers crossed, we will be hiring a youth instructor over the next couple of weeks. So we'll have a youth program also. We'll be working with the Santa Barbara School District 
to yay well done well done angela so for any of our teens out there that are struggling with your vision um i just want to let you know two things number one you're not alone okay i was uh not diagnosed as uh, being visually impaired till i was in fourth grade and throughout most of my life um, I uh, technically was legally blind in that when I did not have glasses or contacts, I couldn't even see the chart on the wall. I would just look at the, the uh, optometrist and say, which wall has the chart? I don't see any chart. So um, if you are suffering and you aren't able to see that blackboard, please know that there is assistance available and speak up because you really need to be able to see. And if you can't see, we have ways to support your learning. I had that issue when I was a child, too. And then as I got older, I, I my vision improved. I don't know. It, it did, though. But my last my maiden name is Zoller. So they alphabetized the class. That means Zoller gets stuck in the back right hand corner. And that was difficult. But I, I, I'm happy to say that the teachers back then were very uh, audible. So, and I was an audible learner. So as they're writing, they're talking, thank God. And I learned to write really fast. Matter of fact, in eighth grade, I took shorthand. And then high school became a breeze. So you learn hacks when you can't you know, figure things out. So I, I agree with Dominique 100%. And I don't know if they do this now. Maybe, Angela, you could share we, we got vision tested and hearing tests. I remember going to the nurse um, all through elementary school and getting tested. So what, what's, do they yeah, do that they anymore? Still, yeah, in school they still test their hearing, their eyes. Um, any child that um, plays sports has an annual physical because they can't, they're not allowed to, um, uh, they're not about allowed to play sports unless they have a physical. So annually they have their hearing checked and their eyesight checked. Um, and also when you were saying about hacks, the bra- we're able at the Braille to help um, young people to find those hacks, things that can help them. Like if it's electronic or if it's um, whatever it might be that could help them to live their lives more efficient and ways of helping them with learning. And Richard just joined us and he um, actually does what we call an independent living skills um, class. And so he's one of the instructors that you meet and he goes through and goes through like what your challenges are and helps you with that. And all you have to do to get um, a meeting with uh, Richard is to have your eye doctor send a referral or sign a referral. And we're all here to help you do that. We can guide you through that and walk you through it. So all you need to do is contact me and I'm really re- easy to reach. I am. Um, my phone number is 805-331-6161. And yes, that is my cell number. And you are welcome to call me at any time. So Richard, do you want to say anything about independent living skills? Well, well, I just jumped in. So I missed the beginning of your spiel, but I love independent living skills. Um, because they're just so, I mean, it's, it's everything. It covers, covers cooking, it covers your clothes, it covers cleaning, all of it. I mean, it's just such a, an absolutely uh, phenomenal resource that's, that's available to anyone with, with a visual impairment. Um, regardless, of, and it could be something that's very severe or, or it could be something that's very minor. Um, but it, it doesn't take much to get that referral from your doctor and we can help you out. 
And it's for free, right? Everything that yeah. the Santa Barbara Braille Institute offers is free. All you no. need is a doctor's note saying that you're visually impaired. Does color blindness is that in the same category or no? I don't believe so. Good I, question, not, huh? You know, there we go. That's that. a good question. Yeah, I've never gotten that one. <laughs> yeah, Angela just left. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You can research that. You research that. And get back to us next week, okay? All right. <laughs> All right. Let's take another little break. We've got Christine Marie and Don Sanders after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. This is Christine Marie uh, with a view from the deck. And um, I am so delighted that uh, Dominique brought the Desiderata to this, um, to this show. I just love that home i found it in college and i've kind of kept it with me wherever i've gone and in fact in my new job as a supervisor i put it right up above my desk because i just really want to remind myself um every day about about that and um there's a couple i think also i when i was um when we were talking about certain things i was pulling cards and the one card that came out when we were talking about the physical body was um the princess of pentacles and this card to me is about get thee into nature and put your bare feet on the bare earth because the earth has things to teach us that no we can't read in a book nobody can tell us not even a you know native american shaman could actually give us that information it's only from the earth itself because i believe that we are earthly we are the human aspect of the earth and we are that part of her and she communicates with us. And the next card that I, that we were talking about, or um, I pulled out the strength card, which to me says, you do not have to be good. You do not have to, um, what is it? You do not have to repent on your knees for miles in the desert. Um, all you have to do is let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. That's sort of my rough guesstimation of a Mary Oliver, the first few lines of a Mary Oliver poem. But it's really about trusting that innate instinct of the body. Um, for myself, I needed to move my body. My body wanted to move. And the more I'm moving it, the more it's moving. And um, the third card that came up that just was on the bottom of the deck is the five of cups, which is about letting go of old baggage. And I think with this time of, you know, I think we've collected some old, at least I did, some old um, uh, emotional baggage in my body um, during the time of COVID where everything was inside and I was sort of stuffing things. And now I'm letting go and I'm finding as I'm working out and I'm really starting to do those hard workouts, I cry afterwards and I'm like, wow, what is happening with me? But I I really believe it's that I'm letting go of that old baggage. And I think, you know, um, students and young people who really are physically active, you kind of know that, you know, how it keeps you really, really healthy, you know, and at any age, you know, but I think that that's really important, especially 
you know, for, for our youth to, to really acknowledge that, that what's happening, you know, as we move our bodies is that we're transforming things. Well done. Well done, Christine. I'm really proud of you. I can definitely tell your whole energetic field is shifting most definitely. Don Sanders, I don't know if you could top how you you got us into the break, but I'm going to just, I'm going to trust you, Ken. (laughs) All right. Uh, This is Don Sanders, Don's Massage in Ojai. Dot com, 805-236-2684. I'm serving Santa Barbara and Ventura and Ojai and helping people unwind back to a state where they can feel a unselfconscious ease like in childhood. You know, the, the world does many things to us, lots of challenges. There's gravity for one thing, which really kind of shrinks us and makes us feel tight. So that's, that's what I try to unwind in this world. And uh, this last week I was confronted with a situation that got me to realize it's uh, better not to resist when something is when something is served your way you can either resist it like stepping into the water in the ocean and a big wave comes up in front of you and you can stand there and be crushed or you can go to ground dive under the wave and if you're really clever you might hop on top and get a little bit of a of a body surfing ride so uh in like fashion we were gifted a four-day stay out in palm desert and if you'd have told me Let's drive out through Labor Day weekend traffic to a place that's 110 degrees. I would have said, that sounds kind of crazy, but I didn't do that. I just went with it. So the second day we were there, you know, we'd been in the swimming pool. You can't step on the pavement without shoes or you'll burn yourself or you could just fry an egg there. And so so it's like 110 degrees and we go to this tram in Palm Springs. And it's an engineering wonder, takes you up the side of this mountain to this incredible wilderness, which I've been in before hiking and camping called San Jacinto. And so you get up there and all of a sudden it's 64 degrees. It's beautiful, tall Jeffrey Pines, this beautiful forest floor. Jeffrey Pines smell like butterscotch and vanilla. It's just amazing. So we get to this little notch. We look out over a desert view that covers like 175 miles away. And then I look uphill and I say, the sun's hitting the trees. Maybe we could hike up there and see the sun setting and uh, over the mountain. So my wife had already seen this video in the visitor center about all the wildlife there. So we go up there. She says, can we sit and have a snack? We're doing that. And she says, you know, I want to see a ball. I want to see a golden eagle. I'm like, great. You know, I said, we're, we're dropping some snacks. The, the, the ground squirrels and chipmunks are going to have a good time when we leave. So then she goes, what's that? And I shift to her viewpoint. Down on a tree below us is a golden eagle. Wow. And, and uh, I see its back and then it kind of stands up. And I'm just getting into recognizing all its incredible markings and things. And then it flies up and does a sharp right turn like it didn't want to go way up in the air and be seen from afar it just like stayed down low and uh and, it, and so it's just you know these kind of magic moments and uh it was all it all stemmed from just going from going with the flow here you know going out to this place where normally if you like i said you'd pitch that trip to me i would have said no thanks <laughs> <laughs> nice nice and yet, and yet also piggybacking on what i said before that that builds relationship that builds treasures of the heart i mean that's you know absolutely priceless moments i can spend with my spouse then our kids got to hear about it when we come back and so we're going to follow that up with a trip out to the channel islands this weekend a santa rosa island and camp there with with uh, our daughter and her boyfriend oh, oh that is that's so awesome beautiful. that is beautiful 
Yeah, my family did a lot of camping. Uh, I have five children, and we camped here in um, uh, Refugio and also uh, El Capitan, and even up at Lake Kachuma. We did camping all around here, Lake Casitas. There are so many wonderful places. Even if you just, we just did a lot of car camping where you just drive with your car and, and pitch a tent and half the kids slept in the car and half slept in the tent. It is so relaxing to be in nature and it is really relaxing. I mean, we have to be safe in the fire season, but if you do get a chance to stare into a fire, it's very, very relaxing. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, listen, we've got another little section. Got a lot more to talk about. Let's take a little break. This is Erica Salda, the queen of team. We'll be back with more after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. This is Richard with Mountain Sage Healing Arts. And today we're going to finish off the show, end on a high note by talking a little bit about marijuana. (laughs) Interesting and and controversial topic, um, being that it is starting to become legalized more, but there's also all of this uh, um, studies coming out about its health benefits and how all of these aspects of it are good. Um, and then you also have uh, things that are being reported where there are effects of it that are being bad, especially with things like vaping becoming more popular. So the thing about marijuana is that it, it has a healing aspect and a detrimental aspect, and they're both combined in the same plant. And thankfully, we figured out how to isolate these, right? And these two primary components are THC, which is, I guess you would view it as the negative one, but it generally leaves people feeling happier mentally, but that's usually followed by a a depressive thing, but I'll get into that in a moment. Um, And then the other part is cannabidiol or CBD. Um, So... The thing about these two things is that CBD is very non-inflammatory and will lower inflammation in the body. And it gives your body a feeling of relaxation, contentment. It calms your brain. It calms your neural pathways. Um, an absolutely amazing thing. Now, the THC, what most people use marijuana recreationally for, can actually have detrimental effects long term. So... When you consume that THC, you usually have this initial feeling of, of being high, right? It's that feeling where um, your, your inhibitions are kind of lowered. You're feeling a little happier about things. But what this is doing is it's actually blocking your conscious mind from communicating effectively with your subconscious mind. So your subconscious mind, when you impress something on the subconscious mind, that is what your deep emotions are stemming from. So maybe inside in your subconscious, you have a bunch of happy thoughts. Therefore, you go through each day, happy-go-lucky, everything going well. But that is because you've impressed something positive 
on your subconscious. So the THC actually blocks that pathway from happening. So what usually will happen over time is the entire neural circuitry in your brain can rewire itself along different pathways where you're expecting immediate gratification. And what happens when you don't get that immediate gratification that you're expecting, you go on this downward spiral of anxiety, depression, um, so on and so forth. And you might even notice if you go a day without something else that's addictive like coffee, um, or, or even if you if you drink something that, that contains alcohol, very often the next day, you don't feel so good. I don't just mean physically, I mean mentally and emotionally. There can very often be a downward drop, and that's because you're no longer getting that instant gratification. So the same is true with the THC. And over time, this constant up and down, up and down, creates such a conflict in your subconscious that what ends up happening is it can lead to things like schizophrenia over time. And there's been a very strong link that has been noticed between schizophrenia and marijuana for, for a very long time now, um, probably at least 20 years, which I, I guess scientifically is not that long. Um, but what is basically going on here, the reason that all of these things are going together in such a way is because we have these two separate elements that are very misunderstood. And ultimately, a lot more research needs to be done into this. But cautionarily, it's important with all things that moderation is key. Woohoo! Very well done. Moderation I want to continue on this for next week, Richard. Thank you. That was a good door opener. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Don, Christine, of course, our producer, Richard Dugan, Dominique Hackett, and Emily, Angela. Emily, El Angela. Beautiful week. Make somebody happy today. God bless. See you next week. Oh, wow.